0: I would like to invite you today into uh, my life of excavators and trail building. Uh, we all have to make a trail for a smooth path to move forward. And so the first thing I do in the morning when I uh, start my excavator, I check my fluid and it freeze the oil, hydraulic oil here. If those moving parts I have to put a bit of grease in. And when we speak of oil, with the Bible in mind, the Holy Spirit comes into our mind. I invite you today into uh, my life of excavators and trail building and uh, we all have to make a trail for a smooth path to move forward to and so I thought it's a good analogy and so the first thing I do in the morning when I uh, start my excavator I check my fluid, the uh, antifreeze coolant and and the oil and then, then I go to the front and or to the middle, and here I have to check the hydraulic oil here, if it's good, yeah, and diesel. And and then, of course, all those joints, those moving parts, I have to put a bit of grease in, which is actually oil that is thickened. And when we speak of oil with the Bible in mind, it it would, the Holy Spirit comes into our mind, in my mind, anyway. How the Holy Spirit is the oil that that makes things go smooth. And, uh, and when, we, when we meditate on the Word of God and fellowship with Jesus, right, then what happens? The, the, the oil becomes thickened through meditation and application. The truth heard and understood becomes more effective in releasing the friction that is caused by removing obstacles out of the way and so that's what what the grease does in our life and it comes from the holy spirit anything that hinders us to go where god wants us to go in the direction god wants us to go will have to be removed and so i like to liken the excavator here as our day-to-day minute-to-minute life earthly life here and now And then the operator that sits on the excavator is your spirit person, recreated by God through Christ Jesus and empowered by the Holy Spirit. And you move ahead in this jungle called life by removing dead logs that are in front of you and heavy boulders, filling in holes, flattening humps so that you not stumble when you move forward and when other follows you. You rip out bushes and shrubs, pile them up, throw them on a rock pile and and where small animals can find shelter. And that's kind of trail building, but it really can reflect to our life. And you leave behind you a path that is easy or should be easy to follow. Not going in circles, but aiming straight toward the likeness of Jesus Christ because God Himself has called you, He has picked you, chosen you to live in this time, in this moment. You are a leader. Every one of you, every one of us, we are leaders. Every decision we make, small or big, will either make it easy for others to follow or harder. Others will learn from what we make and what we do and where we go. What you do today, will affect tomorrow. And what you don't do today will have an effect on tomorrow, on future generations. We are made in God's image, in the likeness of Him. And we imitate Him as our Father, and we are co-creating with Him either good or bad. By the thoughts you think, by the words you speak, by the actions you do, everything has an effect. Everything will leave something behind. You're not called to hide in a cave and store up food for three and a half years. You're not called to barely get by till Jesus comes back. No, no, a thousand times no. You are called to reign in life, to influence culture and society, to bring about the kingdom, bringing hope and healing, and creating opportunity. Trampling down obstacles and hindrances, every bringing every thought in agreement with with the knowledge of the truth, with the promises of God, and release, deliverance wherever you go, freedom and new life, infiltrating the world system and filling it in every area until the kingdom of God is affecting everything on this planet. Jesus finished his part on the cross he said it is finished and now it's time he's waiting for us to do our part filled with his presence empowered by his spirit on our earthly day-to-day life it is that life is not insignificant it is important even though we call it sometimes yeah it's just this earthly life but it's the only vehicle God has to express himself right now in this moment here on earth. And he will wants to express his standard, his plan, his truth, his virtues through us, to make a level path so that all of God's creation can be released from the bondage of decay. We together as the body of Christ are the first fruits to embrace eternal life and it starts here and now, this eternal life. As we take our stand for this new reality, we at times are facing enormous pressure. It may feel at times that it is too much, yet God is in his mercy had made provision to support us. In Psalm 91, verse 11, it talks of those who have put their trust in God, that he will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. God's angels are mighty and strong. They can help in any way, shape and form. They can help you to remove deadlocks and heavy boulders. God uses them to open and close doors. And if we want to go in the wrong wrong direction, they maybe put obstacles in our way to keep us from going there. Now, it is wrong to put too much emphasis on angels or even to worship them. That would be wrong. Yet it's important to expect their help and to appreciate their presence. They are menacing spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation, Hebrew 1 states. Now it's sad to say that we often allow the influence of fallen angels in our life. When we give in to negativity, criticism, offense, and bitterness, we open, door, open doors for those demon spirits to express themselves through us. This can bring us into a place of self-pity, accusation, oppression and depression. It will restrict the flow of the Holy Spirit in our life. This week, as I was working on a trail way up in the mountains, moving a heavy boulder, and like in life when you move something heavy, I was pulling hard on that boulder and and on the cylinders of this machine. If you want to look, see here. This cylinder here in the other machine I was using, I was pulling so hard and it started leaking. The rings inside, by the pressure that the oil was creating, they started to fail. And the rings that hold us together is his love, right? And so by moving the heavy boulder, suddenly oil squirted out. And then on top of it, when I had the boulder removed, another rock fell here on one of those and cracked it and oil was splashing everywhere. I was so focused on moving that heavy boulder that I did not pay attention to the rock. And maybe you're trying to move heavy boulders in your life. And rocks are flying out of at the same time at you. Maybe you feel depleted with a broken hose. No power to keep on going. Life has not treated you fair. More questions than answer solutions seem to be far away. Come kneel before Jesus and let him touch you was Phil's message last week. Jesus, he knows how to repair your hydraulic. He can rebuild a broken line. He brings beauty for ashes, hope instead of despair. He did not cause this bad situation. He did not cause this terrible accident. He is not responsible for the dilemma dilemma you're in. Yet in his foreknowledge, he already provided a solution. Before the situation occurred, he sent his word. He made a promise. And he gave truth. By the blood of Jesus, you can have a part in it. His weapons are mighty, powerful to deliver, reaching into the deepest hurt and healing what looks impossible to heal. Your sins are forgiven. Your chains are broken. The price has been paid. Start living in this fullness and joy all he has made. There are treasures in darkness if we yield to his grace and hope in his goodness and look into his face. He wants to restore everything that was lost. Just look to the future instead to the past. Give him your sorrow, your grief and your pain. I know it takes courage. But it won't be in vain. So what are you waiting for? Why the delay? Don't lean on your own strength. Let God make a way. Surrender. The key is surrender. God demonstrated his love for us. That while we were yet sinners, he died for us. If God is for you, who can be against you? Too often we run through life having barely time for what is really important, chasing things busy with stuff that does not last. Yet God is waiting, wanting us to live in his protective presence. All we have to do is come to him, abide in him, live in constant surrender. Let's face it, we all suck at that at times. God is merciful. He is so committed to us, committed to finish the work he started in us and to bring it into completion. All we have to do is allowing him to speak to us, giving him our ear, hearing by faith, receiving the promise that he will never leave us. No, he will never turn us away. Often we are looking for an easy way out. We don't like to live under pressure. We do not want to be stretched, yet it is the tough times where we grow. When we are stretched to the limit, we let go, and under pressure we finally surrender. Could not the Almighty God shield us from all this upheaval, from all the things that are so heavy? Would there be another way of learning? See the problem often is not. God, but it's our hearing. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So let's fine tune our hearer. And when we hear, let us apply it and act on it. Too often we isolate ourselves from the world, from the world God wants us to touch. God wants to touch the world around us through us. We try to keep our own life together. We try to, instead of loving and reaching out, we hide in a closet, we hide in a corner and try to protect ourselves. Not realizing that we start trying out on the inside, the oil is not flowing. Instead, letting the life of the Spirit flow through us, refreshing others as well as ourselves, we start to consume everything on ourselves. The river of life in us becomes a dead sea. Slowly we drift away, not realizing that the protective covering of his presence is no longer sh- overshadowing us and our family. We don't realize that we actually are not living in the secret place of the Most High and worst of all, we become dull to His voice. That's what brings new life, the renewal, His voice speaking into our life. Now as the pressure is building, as the stretching continues, we have two options. Blaming God for the bad things that are happening. Or running into his loving arms because he is waiting with outstretched arms to show himself strong on our behalf. Shower his blessings on us, surround us with favor and lead us into victory. Don't think it's strange when you go through hard times. Build up in your mind an awareness of what God wants to accomplish. Take it in stride. Moving forward with courage and determination. Don't camp in the valley of death or linger by the pools of bitterness. Move on. Resist temptation to blame others for your dilemma. If they did not appreciate you, then they are not worthy of having you around. Go forward. It's a new day. God can build new things out of ashes. Can you believe that? Can you see it? Can you experience it? Just say yes. Say yes to God's way. Say yes to surrender. Say yes to his loving embrace. See, the lamb that was slain is worthy to receive the rewards of his suffering, the, re- the re- the salvation of your soul. That's his reward, that you walk in freedom. Jesus willingly laid down his life for you. He saw the treasure in you. He thinks that you are special, one of a kind. You are not mediocre. You are not average. You are amazing. God does not make junk. He wants to touch you right now. He wants to heal you today. He longs to be gracious to you. Receive his love. Hold on to his promises and live. Amen.
1: Oh dear clarity, please come, show me what has just become. that I
2: I worship you Stop, you never stop Promise keep light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are.